Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hey everybody, guess what? I'm disrupting the network marketing, or also known as the multi-level marketing industry as well. ATS Network, it is the brand newest multi-level marketing company that's getting so much media attention and breaking records all over the world. Why? I'll give you six reasons why. For one, it's free to join. That's right. If you want to make money with us, you don't have to pay a dime to join us. Number two, there's no auto ship. That means there's nothing that I'm charging you. And there's also no customer volume requirement. That means you don't have to order $199 worth of a product to get this, whatever, right? If you want all your residual income, it costs you nothing per month, whether it be auto ship or customer volume requirements for you to get in here. Number three, you don't have to pay monthly for your website. That's right. No $24.95 a month or all this stuff like that. Number four, there's no obligation or 
any incentive for you to recruit anyone. Now, I probably should have led with that. Let me say that again. I have the only network marketing company in the world in which you don't have to go out and get three to get three, get three, get three, and all that stuff like that. No recruitment whatsoever. Your mom, your grandmother, or the lady next door can do this. Number five, you never have to get promoted or recruit anyone to the to get the highest level of residual income. Since I don't have distributors and since I don't require you to recruit anyone, guess what? The moment you come in, you can get topped level residual income. And finally, you only have to be an active customer to make money with the company. Check out the show notes. It's probably the first link. Antonio T. Smith Jr. If you want to be one of the 100,000 millionaires that I want to create, This is where you should be, ATS Network. Link is in the show notes. Love you. You can plant better. You can dominate. I used to laugh at things like law of attraction, what you think is what you create, anything related to energy, you attract who you are anything of that nature i used to laugh at because i'm like that's not true and then i came across antonio in his teachings of law of attraction and at first i rejected it because again i used to laugh at these things and the more and more i listened to antonio's teachings the more and more things actually started making sense to me Things started opening up for me. And things started changing for me. The law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today to the way I do business to the way I live my life. I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that you know we always say this is what I want but what are you attracting deep within you what vibration are you putting out there and it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying this is what I want the vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite once he taught me that The next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted. And once I started vibrating at what I wanted, that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is. Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation. How to vibrate at what you want. How to put yourself where you want to be to feel it to smell it to taste it to see it how to touch it put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what do they dress like what are their characters what you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me was how to be a better me through law of attraction I used to ask him how do I become better he was like you create who you want to be because I didn't know at the time 
where I wanted to be. I just knew I wanted to be better. And he told me exactly how to do it. He said, find the people who you are drawn to. Find those who are where you want to be. And start moving like they move. Study them. What I didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self. And in the process of doing that, even attract being able to associate with these people, be on the same level with them, be in the same atmosphere and network with them. And I have actually had the opportunity to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life. And learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life. It has truly changed my success. It has truly changed who I am today. And while I am not perfect in the law of attraction, staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every day to be grateful, to attract that into my life, to only focus on the outcome and attract only the outcome in my life. And don't get stuck in the how and the why, just focus on the finish line. And I'll attract the finish line into my life. The law of attraction has made me a greater person. I know it will do the same for you. Is we ready to start recording? Yes! Can you feel it? Yes! That was my... That was my... That was my Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura. Can you feel it? Yes, yes. Hey, welcome everybody. Antonio T. Smith Jr. After I've just made a fool of myself for the first 15 seconds of this video and this phone call, and we are being recorded, I should like to tell you now, stay a fool. That's not the name of this topic, but stay a fool. Realistic people are average and poor. Those who are foolish like to have jokes and have fun. They live their dreams. So I want to thank my camera crew tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Got the backup camera crew. And it looks good on the cameras. Yes, yeah, so we definitely appreciate all of you. And to our people online. And we are good. I have no announcements. Just know that tomorrow we will be giving... As a matter of fact, stay tuned. Manana, we're going to give away a lot of free things. I'm going to post a link on my page. If you're listening, you'll get an email. And what I'm going to do is I am going to give away 40 plus hours of law of attraction coaching. You can't get it just yet. <coughs> can you hear me? Him to me? Can't get it just yet. But you can get it tomorrow. Give me a few. There we go. <coughs> can't get it just yet, but you will be able to get it tomorrow. So I am pleased with that. Now, let's get started. I'm going to lean back on this one. I'm going to be relaxed on this one. I am going to do the best I can to help you all out so I can give you some information. Everyone center yourself because what I am about to say rubs up against some of your teachings. Okay? It rubs up against some of your teachings. And I'm going to try my best to do a Q&A for this session because I want you to be able to ask questions. That being said, 
I want to talk to you about how you are the physical extension. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we of D-Generation X proudly present to you the road dog, Jesse James. Oh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done for it. If, if you didn't know, if you wouldn't, if you didn't watch 90s wrestling, you wouldn't have got what I just did. If you did watch 90s wrestling, you're probably laughing right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let me present to you some objective truth. You are simply the physical existence, the physical extension, the extension that is existing physically in this realm of what is non-existent and what does not exist in this realm. I'll say that in much less nerd terms. What you are visible is simply the continuation of what exists in this world that I would like to call creative source. Some of you would call God. Some of you would say Jesus, my Lord and Savior, who is the head of my life. That's it. <laughs> you can always tell when you got the Baptist folks in the building. <laughs> Very good. What you need to understand is we are all simply extensions physically on this earth of what is non-existent. Let me explain to you why I keep stressing that and why I repeated that for so long. Because I know I know I just violated some of your, your beliefs, and I'm not here to push against them. I am just here to let you know that you don't get to walk around in low self-esteem because what created this does not have it. You have to accept this. You don't even get to not be a good steward of your money when whom you serve, if you're religious, or what you believe in is a great steward of Grass does not strain to grow. Yet you're straining to grow in your dreams. I'll remind you. Grass isn't straining to get out the ground. Yet you are straining to get your ideas off the ground. Somebody please write that down. I, I, I want you to understand in great awareness and great kindness that what you are is simply the physical extension of what was here before you. What created this? What is valuable gave you value. What had ideas gave you ideas. What had dreams and spun this world into existence gave you dreams to spin your reality into it. I'm making a parallel here. I'm even doing some typology. Reading from left and right, so to speak. Pointing to what was old and showing how it modifies the, modifies the new. All of you are just physical extensions of this great non-physical thing. That means all of what you are, all of what you call God or creative source or source energy is not finished. I'm going to hang my hat here for a little bit. <clears throat> all of what you are, all of what was and is, all of what is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I ain't going to know that. Okay. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, 
the same today, yesterday, and forever. You are the continuation of it. Now I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna quote a lot of different sacred texts, and I'm gonna do a lot of philosophy as well to bring you to this one point. <clears throat> I'm gonna quote a lot of sacred texts and bring you into this philosophy to bring you into this this one point. Right now, we're simply saying that what you are is just a physical extension of what created this world. Now, you don't have to agree with that. I will present to you a very solid argument with what you already know and believe. And I will show you that. But I need to first preface it that I coach a lot of people around the whole world. And I mean, and I don't think there's a continent I don't touch. And the number one problem of all of them is self-esteem. All of them. Some, some of you need to have conversations with your parents. Some of you need to have conversations with your spouses. <clears throat> some of you are just held back and it's, it's just awful. And I feel I've, my heart goes out to you because you're stead back in your poverty. When what created you doesn't know poverty. You are simply the extension of the great force making this world run. Now, for some of you, that's God. And just for amen purposes, for some of you, <laughs> he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, you preacher. understand. You understand. For some of you, there's a great three in one that did all this. For others of you, it's the 11th living guru. For other you, <coughs> you, you, you call them Allah. It doesn't matter. What matters <coughs> is whatever you believe didn't put you here to be depressed. Let me dig my feet in. I'm going to encourage all of you as fast as possible. Not only, do, not, only, not only do I want you to share this and capture it in your mind. Stop walking around here lesser than what you Write that down. Stop walking around here lesser than what you are. I'm, I'm going to be as, as transformational as possible. Before I give you evidence, I need to put into your face that you are not living 100%. All of you, right now, poll yourselves. Introspection. How many of you are living this life at 100%? How many of you are living 100% of your dreams? You're 100% happy. You're 100% forgiving. You 100%ly don't hold grudges. 100%ly you can see someone who hates you that you have a problem with or used to. You walk into the room, they walk into the room that you're in and you love them. If you said no to at least one of these, you're not being 100%. And since you're not being 100%, you're attracting into your life 1%. Since you, since you want the experience of being unhappy, whether you are intentional about that or not, you keep getting the reality of keep me unhappy. Consider your ways. Right now, some of you, you're not having the year that you said <clears throat> that you were going to have. And it is because you have the year 
you told your subconscious we better have. I'll say that again. Some of you are not having the year you told yourself that you were going to have. Because you're having the year that your subconscious tells you, no, this is the year we're going to have. So I'll say this to you. All that is and all that is God is not finished yet. It's waiting for you to catch up. I'm liberating someone. All that is and all that you call God is not finished yet. It's waiting for you to catch up. Have you caught up to your future you? The you right now that's six years away from being super successful, super happy. Have you caught up there? Because many of you say things like, if they stop doing this, I'll be happy. And I'm here to push in your face. If you be happy, they'll stop doing this. I'll say it again. If they stop doing this, I'll be happy, will only let you be unhappy. If you be happy, they'll stop doing it. I'll explain why. Because where there is perfection, imperfection cannot exist. Where there is prosperity, poverty can exist. Where there is delight, darkness cannot exist. church over there. You, you. Where there is the light, darkness cannot exist. All right. Okay, all right. All right. All right. That's, that's Book of John in, 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 in her theology. Okay. <laughs> you are simply the extension. You're, you're simply God waiting for himself to experience your life. <clears throat> There's a philosophical way to say this. In the beginning, there was nothing but what you call God, what some call the source. And the source said, hey, I want to, I want to do something. I want to, I want to experience more than nothingness. Source said to source, yeah, you should. Okay. So let me look outside of me and find something. And the source said, nope, no, no, nothing's there. Nothingness. Astronomers say void. There was nothing before the Big Bang. Nothing. And then great source said, you know what? I know where there's something. There is something in me. Because in me, there is everything. Oh, man. All right. Okay. In me, there is everything. So this is what I'll do. I will go in me and explode out and create everything. Because if I want to experience something outside of me, I have to take what is in me and make that outside of me. Does that make sense? All right. That's philosophical and astronomy. Can I take it to your Bible? In the beginning was the Word. <laughs> and the Word was God. And the Word was with God. I'm not, I'm not pre I'm hitting every audience I have. I, I have for sure by statistics 
I have six, at least the top six religions that <laughs> follow me. So I'm going to hit them all. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. And nothing could exist without him. And everything was made for him, by him, through him. All right. <laughs> Did you, is it, are you catching right now? I'm saying the same thing I just said philosophically. And I don't know how to say astronomically. Astronomically. I don't know how to say it. Okay. <laughs> philosophically, and however you make astronomy into an adjective. That one right there. Okay. Astronomically. There we go. All right. That's right. This is astronomically. Okay, yeah. So I've said the same thing philosophically and astronomically. But watch this here. Remember when I said philosophically went into himself? Let us make man in our image explode out and let him have dominion. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Of the earth. Basically, without the Bible or with the Bible. Without astronomy or with astronomy. Without philosophy or with philosophy. You don't get to be sad. Boom. I, 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 I did my own drums. You don't get to be poor. Boom. You don't get to be angry all the time. Boom. It's just like that. You are simply the extension of what God wants to be. Oh. <clears throat> How much better would you treat your body if you knew that you represented the extension of what is non-physical? Come on. Come on, we want to lean back on this one. How better would you treat people? Let, let me make this. I'm going to make this religious, and this is this this is one section, and this is for all the religions. All of them would say the same thing. How much better would you treat people if you knew that they too were what God wanted to experience? Every every major book says that. Every major book, Sikhism, says that we are all connected. Every major religion says that whatever you do unto one, you do unto all. Quantum physics says entanglement, that what you do to one thing on the opposite end of the universe, it does the same thing to the one. Because, why? Because since everything was created in one place at the same time and expanded outwardly, everything's still the one thing. I'll do that again. Quantum physics says, since everything started in this huge, dense, hot ball of energy, and then it blew up and went out, they call it the Big Bang. Since everything started in one place, no matter where it is in the universe, it's still connected. Neil Tyson DeGrasse is very famous for telling people we are all made of star stuff. Because we all come from the stars. Your religious book says we all come from the heavens. I'm, I'm 
trying to make this make sense mm -hmm. to you. I'm simply trying to get you to understand that all that is God is waiting for you to finish and catch up. How many of you right now are paused in your life? I want you to, I want you to understand answer that question. How many of you right now are on pause? How many of you right now are paused in your life? How many of you? What if whatever you believe in paused on you? Oh, Lord. Mm, 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 mm. What if whatever you believe in paused on you this morning? When you woke up, it's like, you know what? I was gonna I was gonna take care of them, but I, I I'm, I'm I'm watching Netflix this morning. You'd be brain dead. If you're a believer of, of any religion, it doesn't matter. What if what if your brain paused on you? Like you paused on you. What if your heart paused on you? Like you paused on you. Some of you right now have wasted your entire 20s with the wrong person. What if your dreams spent your entire 20s with the wrong person? dreams acted like you. So some of us, I'll raise my hand first, have been for a long time with the wrong people in your 20s. Some of you in your 10s. Some of you in the ways of your 20s and your 30s. Now you're in your 40s realizing you want to live your life. What if your dreams did you like that? What if your dreams went to your biggest hater was like, oh, I thought that was you. What if your dream said, I tell you what, you cool and all, but I'm not coming back for 50 years. Some of you right now are telling yourself, you cool and all, self, but I'll get it together when I'm 50. Everything there is, is simply here to uplift you and to bring you up and to bring you into a, a greater place of greatness. <clears throat> bring you out of what is hurting you because you are that great perfected thing. And when you stop being that great perfected thing, the reason why you have so much turmoil in your life is because you stop being what you were born to be. You ever woke up Saying, man, there's got to be more out there. I mean, let me talk to my dreamers in the room. Have you ever, you ever got up and said, man, I just, you know, I got to do it. I just, I have to do it. I just, I just have to. Have you ever did that? Have you ever woke up and said, man, I'm not living my life. I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying, but I want to go to school, but there is no but. There is only you being amazing. That is it. Why are you amazing? Okay, which, which school of thought you want? Pick one. You get to pick psychology. You get to pick neuro, neuroscience, quantum physics, theology, or Christian theology, because theology doesn't necessarily mean Christianity. Which one you want? Of course you want Christian. You want Christian. Okay. All right, of course you do. You're going to do greater things than me after this. So if you're a Christian, 
your Lord said, hey, buddy, disciples, and whom look up to me, if you think what I did to this fig tree was amazing, oh, wait a minute. You can say to this mountain, be cast up, thrown into the sea, if you believe and do not doubt. Oh, man, 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 man. Then he says, he says, wait a minute. You think I'm great. You're going to be greater. Now, all this time, you've been believing in the Bible, in this case, but not believing in the scriptures. You've been believing in the routine of church but not believing in the power of your God. I'm going to keep going with that. You, you've been believing in the rules and regulation, but you have not been believing in the freedom that you have dominion over everything. You've, you've been believing that poverty is holy, but not believing prosperity is your birthright. You've been believing this whole time you have to beg instead of realizing he'll give you the desire for your heart. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to live your dreams, I'm going to tell everybody right now, everybody, here's the number one requirement to live your dreams. Everybody ready? Wake up. That's it. That's it. That's it. Ain't no other requirement. Wake up. Now, after that, you got to put in some work. But the first thing you have to do is get up. That's the only requirement. The only requirement there is is for you to wake up. And if you woke up, you can get up. And if you get up, you can stack your money up. It's, it's that simple. You were sent here to be the extension of what has already extended you life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Making sense? Last thing. And I'm open up for Q&A. <laughs> now, I'm going to prepare you for this Q&A. I want all of you to ask me what you truly want concerning this subject or not this subject. Then what I want you to do is tell me why you don't believe in what I just said. It's cool. I want to help you want to add value to you. So if you are, this is the last thing, if you are the great extension of the great extension itself, if that is what you are, essentially, you are bringing heaven on earth. That's my last thing. This whole time, You've been praying for your God to return when you hear. He already did. Now, I'm not talking about the second coming. That's a whole theological thing. I'm not doing that in this conversation. What I am saying is something that scholars call realized eschatology or you have power right now. Who invented the iPhone? Who made greatness great? 
Who made you use the restroom this morning? Who allowed you to smile? You. You are essentially heaven on earth. Of course, you got scriptures that say the same thing. I'll stay out of that. What I will tell you is, as we conclude, because I really want to rush to the close of the Q&A so I can add value to you. As we conclude, I want to tell you, and if you have been living your life anything less than the extension of what you call God, you've been living it incorrectly. Most of you are living your life as an extension of your parents, extension of your neighborhood, extension of your poverty, extension of where America tells you you belong in your culture. Some of you are the culture where America says, nope, you belong here. That's what, And that's how you've been living. You bought that. You bought into, oh, this is where my culture belongs. And you've lived that extension. You, you've worn that extension. you bought the jewelry of that extension. You wear the clothes of that extension. You say, yep, this is what I'm supposed to do. That's what I'm going to do. Some of you are, are women, and you said, I'm going to be the extension of a woman, and I'm going to be underpaid. That's what I'm going to do. Some of you are men, and I'm going to, and you didn't have no father. You say, yep, I didn't have a father, so I'm not a good father because I didn't have a father. All of that is not living the extension of what you call God. There God is, as you would say. There is the source, and all you are is a continuation of such source. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can play better, you can dominate. Let's open up Q&A so I can add some value. V-A-L-U, no E. I'm just joking. All right, let's see if we got some q and I'm opening up my laptop now. I want to see if we got some questions. So I got any questions? Got any questions? Just lagging behind a little bit, so not as of yet. Oh, okay, yeah, there, there you go. All right. <laughs> Tempest, you can unmute the phones. I forgot there's a lag in the, in the video. All right. All right. Let's go with some Q&A. How can I help your whole life? Let's get after it. Let's roll with it. Who among thee has... If you don't have no questions, I'm ending. But if you have questions, I'm ready. Q&A. Boom. Boom. Q&A is always the best part. You always get the best value. I'm going to wait like 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. What's that from? 1. Uh, let me talk about that. <laughs> I think that is boys and men. <laughs> ah, we need some help. Somebody needs some help around here. Ah. We got a question. I'm listening for your question. Do you believe one circle affects them? Ask the question again. Do you believe one circle? Oh, okay. Yes, they're talking in second person. Okay, got you. I thought I got you. I got you. You said see, you were in <laughs> second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one, one circle. circle. They're talking in second person. Got you. I totally got you now. I was a little confused with the the the, the persons of speech, but I got you now. Yes, your circle absolutely affects you. <clears throat> Here's why your circle affects you. Because your circle is what you choose to have in your reality. Okay? Your circle affects you because your circle is what you choose 
to have into your reality. Third time, it's going to sink in a little bit. Your In fact, I'm going to just close my laptop. I don't even want to see who I'm talking to. <coughs> your circle is who you choose to pick into your reality. You can have an infinite possibility of things and you said, I want this person manifesting these things so they can be in my reality and this is all I want to have. Okay, I'll do that again. Oh, very depressed person, please come. I have all these options, but I want you and all your arguments. You cool though, you cool. Your arguments. We cousins though, please, right here, do me a favor and only let me get so far in life. And as soon as you see me doing well, create an argument and throw my vibe off. Make sense? Or we take the, uh, the inverse end, the other end of the spectrum. <clears throat> hey, $10 million man or woman, come into my reality. Allow me to serve you. Do me a favor. And no matter what I do, don't let me do anything that won't make me a 10 millionaire. You see how your circle affects you? Your circle absolutely affects, affects you. Since I, since I brought up the Bible, I shall do it again. I believe it's about John chapter 5. I could be wrong, but it should be John chapter 5. I'm not, not too wrong. I, tried, I was wrong like twice. In like 1973, I'm just joking. I wouldn't even born in 73. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Just entertainment thing. Just joking. Okay, there was this guy. They called him a lame man, and the protagonist of the New Testament. They called him a carpenter. Grace would call him Jesus, and he walked over a bunch of lame people, but he refused to be made whole because his circle didn't have the concept of being made whole. Ladies and gentlemen, some of you right now don't have the, no, all of you right now, you don't have the concept of the next level in your life because you don't have anyone in your life on that next level. I thought that was... Some of you, no, all of you, because if you if you had the concept of next level, you would be there. You, you, you can't have it and not be there. If you truly had the full concept of next level, you would live it right now. So since you're not living it, you can't say you have it. Because what you have, you experience. What you have, you experience. Since you're not experiencing the next level in your life, the next income, the next position, the next promotion, the next marriage, whatever it is that you want, that's why you don't have it because you're not experiencing it. Until you put those next level people in your circle, you can't climb up to it because you have no picture for it. You can never travel in your body where your mind has not gone. But for most of you, your mind only goes to an average circle. So you experience average things. Hopefully that helps you. I can get even more. Actually, I will do that. There's a law called Law of Allowing. In the Law of Allowing, it says, I am what I am. And that you, whoever asks this question, are what you are. And I have to respect that you are a master creator just like I am a master creator. And I get to create my own reality and so do you. And in the creation of your reality, I must accept that anything you've drawn into your life is what you wanted. As well as anything I've drawn into my life, I wanted. 
So if I let you in my life and throw me off, guess what? That's what I wanted. Whether I'm willing to admit that or not. I have a friend. I have a friend that's being honest with themselves right now after a long, bad relationship. And in the honesty of themselves, they had to admit to themselves I was just around. That the reason they picked this person is because they never wanted to be successful. They never wanted to be successful. They talked a good game about success. But the reason they stayed with this person for a long time is because truthfully, they were scared of their success and the responsibility it took because they knew what they were capable of. And if they ever did it, they would have to take responsibility for their own lives. So this person kept someone in their circle in whom they love. Real love. So they can have a fake life. Real love. So they can have the life they know they don't deserve. But that life that they don't deserve was very comfortable for them. Ladies and gentlemen, you may love some of the people in your circle. That doesn't mean that they're good for your future. Hopefully we got another question. Mm -hmm. Person asked the question and then had a, I think like a follow up. Actually, both of them. Okay, I'm trying to conceive my birthright on every aspect. Mm -hmm. How? But then they said, in other words, if I'm. Stop right there before you tell me that. Okay. You can't receive every aspect of your birthright. Well, let me tell you right Whatever it was, how killed it? How killed it? That's why I told you to stop. Okay. Whatever it was, you wondering how killed the whole thing. It killed the whole thing. I hope you're still online. I mean, you're going to get to the second part. Mm -hmm. But I need you to know in the first part, I don't have to know what you're saying. I don't have to know what you want. I know that you're thinking how. Where does how come from? How come from a place of, I don't know. How, how do you make this? I don't know how to make it. How are we going to work this out? I don't know how we're going to work it out. How am I going to get this money? I don't know how to get this money. You, when you say how, you automatically say, do not. Write this down. When you say or think how, you automatically, with emotion, say, I do not. Do not. You say, do not. How equals two words, do not. So when you say how, you're confessing with emotion to the world, to God, to the universe, to the source, I do not. And guess what? The universe says, yep, yep, you don't. So here's, here's some more experience if I don't. If you don't know how to go back to school, you're saying, I don't know how. Hey, hey, man, how do I go back to school? You're saying, I don't know how. I'm searching for the answer. Or, I don't know how I'm griping for the answer. Kill how, put expect in its place. Kill how, put expect in its place. So whatever your question is, I want you to strongly expect that it's yours. Then it's a birthright. Think about it. You used the, they used the word birthright, didn't they? Or the phrase birthright. Okay, think about this for a second. You don't ask how to breathe. And we're gonna make this. We're gonna make this work. We're gonna make this work. 
You don't ask how to see. When you were born as an infant, before you understood language, you didn't ask how to breathe, how to see, how to feel, how to cry, how to eat, how to swallow, how to poop, how to pee, how to have your heart beat, how to have your lungs contract. You didn't ask how your blood was going to flow. You didn't ask how your fingernails were going to grow, how your hair was going to grow, how your liver was going to work. Some of you don't even understand your liver right now, but as an infant, you did. You came into this existence automatically using all of this. Because that's a birthright. Does that make sense? Now, the same way, I'm getting rid of parallel. That you expected to breathe as an infant is the same way you better start expecting to get what you want in your experience. Did I make that sense or was that too deep? The same way you expected E.T., hip-hop preacher, when you want it as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. The same way you expect to breathe it's the same way you better start expecting your blessings. Because that's what is truly a birthright. When you don't have to ask how for it. You don't, you don't notify people, hey man, do you mind if I breathe? Nope. I'm going to breathe. And if you don't like that, get out my life. Alright, give me the rest of that question. In other words, mm -hmm. if I'm applying the God in me, but am not giving birth to my real heart's desire, right. other than physical... Is it more spiritual than I'm in doubt? No, no, no. The truth is, you are applying the God in you. You have not failed to create what you wanted. See that? You see that question? In that question, they're thinking, I'm not getting what I want. They're thinking, well, if I create this, but I don't get it, is it more spiritual? You're putting too much thought. No, you got what you created. The God in you said, oh, okay, we want poverty. And it went, bloop, here's poverty. Got you. Oh, you want an argument? Not a problem. God in you, got you. Male or female? Female. I got you, baby. Don't worry about it. Boom. Get this argument. Oh, don't even stress. You want success? I got you. Here, baby. Success. Not a problem. The truth is, whoever you are, and I'm purposely not looking, I'll see you after this feed. Whoever you are, the truth is, you have created. You have created. You're not, you didn't, double negative, you didn't not get what you wanted. You got exactly what you wanted. You just haven't admitted to yourself that what you want doesn't serve you. You just haven't admitted to yourself that you have some thoughts back in your mind that don't serve you. How do I fix those thoughts? You stop giving them energy. You stop giving them entertainment, attention. All you simply do is focus on what you want and what you don't want will fade away. That simple. So the, now that I know your full question, your issue is how. How is connected to your ability to think that lack exists. Whoever you are, you think a lot of lack. And it's okay. The beautiful thing is, you're so awesome, you can stop it right now. And I bet you, $50, that's exactly what you're going to do. As a matter of fact, 
inbox me, reach out to me, and I will. I want to help you and listen to you and, and record your success story about how you're going to do this. I'm sure of it. How has been killing you? Not the God of you. That's it. Got one over the phone, or you can ask me online. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's thought I told you that. No, what was I trying to say? I thought I told you that. We won't stop. stop. I thought I told you that. We won't stop. <laughs> uh -huh. I lost my puff daddy. Okay. Come on. Got something? Value being added? Yes. Yes. No. No line. Hold the phone. Going once. Going on. <coughs> I'll count the five because there's a delay. Going once. Going twice. One, two, three. Four. And five. Any there? Got a question online. I mean, got a question on the phone. I'm listening. Fair enough. How does that become like, you know, you know what I'm saying? How does that become uh -huh. like, I don't know if it becomes automatic, but how does it become natural to yeah. you to remember? Fair enough. So two answers here. One answer to your question, one thing I want to clear up on the back end. When you go to yourself, when you, when you understand that you are this extension, you're automatically going to God. I, I, I want to clear that up. The reason why you don't have to <coughs> wait until you get to heaven to get stuff is because heaven is you, giving you stuff. Now, for anybody that's going to naysay that, it's okay. <coughs> You're naysaying that because of your conditioning and your, your poverty and your culture. You may think you can't have heaven on earth, but every corner store in your neighborhood, every gas station, every bank, all that is someone's heaven on earth in your neighborhood. So don't think that what I'm saying is not possible. Because all the corner stores you go to, someone is making a lot of money off of your poverty. And your poverty places them in their heaven. Make sense? That's deep. Now, the answer to her question. In order for you to... The great thing is she, she hit, hit the nail on the head. You know, remind myself, what you do is you X out of your reality. Or excuse me, you don't, don't do that. It's negative. You add into your reality everything that reminds you that you are the creator. The people, the videos, the TV shows, the music, the books, if you are constantly over and over and over and over reinforcing how amazing you are, you will leave amazing when you walk out your house. And when you get out your house and you have to go around negative people, 
If you're constantly reading books, everywhere I go, I take a book. You know why everywhere I go, I take a book? I have a book on, a, on an audio or in my bag. You know why? Because people have negative conversations. And the moment they have a negative conversation around me, I pick up a book and I ignore their conversation. Ooh, child, did you hear about, did you see her at the Grammys? You seen what Trump did today? You seen what Obama did? And it's negative. So guess what? Thank you for sharing. Now I shall read, think, and grow rich for the hundredth time. You add into every area of your life. Now I'm about to walk hard here, okay? Add into every area of your life what creates you being or what creates you remembering that you are that physical extension of what is not existing. Make sense? Make sense. This is where I walk hard. For some of you, your establishments that teach you don't do that for you. I'm skating that, okay? Be nice. For some of you, you're reminded of how bad you are, how poor you should be, and how much of, I don't want to say too much and give away how negative you are and how much you need your leader not to be negative. Anybody pushing to you that you need to go through them to be great, it's not going to change. And I try to be as responsible. Because many of you have greatness in every area of your life but where you receive your instruction. Some of you, with respect, live up here. Put my okay, so my hands not on camera. This is how this is how high you live. So I can't. I'm not even on camera. You live up here all week long, and on a day of instruction, you have to come all the way down here just to fit in. That is not allowing you to reinforce how amazing and beautiful, powerful, how much of a creator and not a victim that you are. So in concise summation, only add the books, the readings, the TVs, the shows, the people, the routines that make you feel great. Working out makes you feel great. When you're done, do more of that. If eating healthy makes you feel like you took charge of your life, do that. If something makes you feel good, do more of that. If it doesn't, stop doing that. And you will always be reminded you're a creator. Even if by chance someone comes in and knocks you off, you'll have friends around you and say, hey, you can't be off because you saved me. Answers the question. Any more questions? <clears throat> Any more questions on the phone? That was a very good question, too. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. 
That's it. So I do have some final thoughts here. If you if you got a question, just chime in. But I do have some final thoughts. My final thought is this: it is powerful and non-offensive, but maybe some would be offended by it. You are amazing, just as you are. See, if that was hard to receive, okay, I'll do it again. Want everybody right now, you are amazing just as you are. And if you can't believe that, if you don't think that, if it's hard, if it makes you uncomfortable, it's okay. You have some work to do. But you're a genius and a master creator, and the work is real easy. Just say it until you believe it. You are amazing just as you are will not change. It cannot change. And nobody will stand in judgment of changing that now or ever. And anyone who does, does not belong in your reality. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plan better. You can dominate. I have felt so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have. I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. And then I start applying things. That I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off or almost off. And now I dedicate my entire life to you. Please know that as my life is dedicated to you, it means I get beat up a lot. But that's what this is about. This is about people like me putting their gains at risk for you. The crazy thing about life is once we get enough, whatever enough means, if you're a politician, it's enough votes, someone likes money, enough money, whatever enough is, you're a pastor, enough members, we tend to protect it. This podcast is not about protection. It is about you. I sincerely believe in you. I know you're going to be it. I know you can do it. Whatever that is for you. There are no mistakes. I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. I want you to share it because I am giving you my every being. I give away me, and then you give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders, and then you return the favor and you lower yourself so someone else will stand on your shoulders, and then voila. No one is lower than the other because we've all lowered ourselves. Finally, 
the music in this podcast that you're going to hear. I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's a cover. It's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by the Wachowskis. My second favorite movie is The Matrix, but that has nothing to do with this right now. It is about repeating the same mistakes. And so I'm hoping subconsciously that as you repeat the same mistakes, Cloud Atlas is mostly about ascending from those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, the melody, everything, helps you ascend to where you're supposed to be, which is where you've always agreed you wanted to be before you got here. I love you. Hey, everybody. It's Antonio T. Smith, Jr., and I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this Pathbender is about, Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with Pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands You can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it. Or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. 
It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path and you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. You are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing, J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter.
Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing, the Steven Spielberg produced movies. Out of nothing, this Denzel create characters that we remember forever. This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't, lions cannot, just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus. And they ask, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says, all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over, a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over, moving at the speed of light twice squared, over and over in one place. And once you keep putting energy in one place, in one place, in one place, in one place, the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter. This is why it's hard to destroy something that exists. Energy can never be created. 
and it can never be destroyed. First law of thermodynamics, because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy, harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much, you see it so much, it is so, it is so tangible that it gains its own speed. And then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration. So this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up, when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plant better. You can dominate. Mm -hmm.